Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It is such a pleasure to broadcast out here with you. I'm very excited about today's guest, John Lee. For those of you who do not know John, John's a writer and content consultant out in Las Vegas. And just like me, he's got a super common first and last name. So that's why I think it's important to say exactly what he does for a living. John, thank you so much for being on the show today. How are you doing? Hey, doing great, Brian. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to uh, get into some next action here. A pleasure, man. So as you know, this is a 15-minute show, and we're already close to burning into a minute. So we're going to try to uplift where you are in life. And I know you and I have kind of talked about it. You have a small content marketing shop, you do different writing, and I know you're kind of feeling frustrated. And since we are recording at the beginning of the year, I know a lot of people are thinking about their New Year's resolution, how they're going to amp up and 10x and this and that. But it, it's not just so simple, right? Like you don't just get a website and you magically make millions of dollars. So tell us some of your situation right now and see how we sure. can help. So I was really successful really early in life. Uh, I got into dating coaching kind of out of college and made a lot of money and ended up eventually starting my own shop doing that and then selling that uh, about a year, year and a half ago and kind of getting into doing content. Everyone was like, oh, your dating content is so great. You should help people do content for other stuff. And I did some stuff here and there. Uh, I got some contracts with companies like Kajabi, Harley Davidson. Um, and then uh, somewhere along the line, it just stopped kind of working as well. And uh, everyone kind of tells me how great my content is. You know, like everyone was like, oh, you got to get on Facebook and post twice a day. So I think in 2018, I put out over 100 videos. I posted twice a day on Facebook every day for the entire year. And all of that basically turned up almost no new business. Um, almost all the business I had last year was repeat customers or referrals. And just none of it was really being generated through any of the content that I was putting out. So what I always say is everyone tells me my content's great, but then I'm like, hey, you want to hire me? And no one wants to hire me. So right now, I'm kind of frustrated because I've done all the things. I've taken all the massive action, right? And then social media makes this really annoying because number one, a lot of it's fake, right? Because everyone everyone on Facebook is killing it and making $10,000 a day and you know on private planes or whatever. But they also just kind of scream all these kind of hustle porn type things over and over again, like take action, hustle harder. And I'm like, dude, I've done that. Like no one I know is putting out as much content as I've put out over the last few years. And it's really not leading to anything. So at this point, I'm kind of considering whether or not I even want to still do this. I hear you loud and clear, man. I think people don't understand some of the pains and the dark side of social and content. First off, I think just listening to what everybody else is doing sucks, yeah. especially when it's a room full of people that most likely aren't going to hire you, yeah. right? So if it's just other entrepreneurs, a lot of them may be good at helping support you, but if they aren't going to hire you already, what are we doing? Yep. I'm 
pretty famous for saying, I don't get paid to dance. So yeah, there was a point in time where I was putting out videos all the time. I was really doing it for just more practice and being comfortable in front of the camera. I didn't really think business would come out of it. So I think people who are telling you these things really don't know what the hell they're talking about because there's tons of people put out content yep. every day or multiple times a day. So that doesn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. I'm wondering though, so you mentioned Facebook, you mentioned putting out a bunch of content on there and really it sounds like your business is not being sustainable if it's kind of drying up in terms of the lead diversification, especially if people aren't repeatedly hiring yep. you. So what about other channels? Sure. Aside from repeat business, aside of word of mouth, were you trying, let's say, LinkedIn? Yep. Yep. Have you been pretty active on there? Did LinkedIn. So tell us a little bit about what uh, basically same thing as, as Facebook. I did LinkedIn and then I also did premium LinkedIn and was sending out um, message requests through Sales Navigator, basically finding and researching companies and then pitching them. I actually hired a guy, I won't mention him by name, uh, but I spent $1,000 on his course on consulting, which did not have a refund. Never, never ever sign up for a course that doesn't offer a refund uh, option. That's one thing I learned. And he actually like advised that we would send out these really long, like three, four page pitches. So I probably spent four hours a day writing pitches and sent out about a hundred pitches from September until last like December. And again, got a lot of people going, thanks for the interest. I even had a couple of calls where they asked me to kind of outline what I would do, then didn't hire me and then use that content down to the headlines in their um, oh, content after that, that meeting. So that was fun. So yeah, I was doing cold pitching. I was doing LinkedIn. I was doing local business. I, I was going to one networking meeting, uh, one networking thing a week out here in Las Vegas. I attended, I think, six or seven conferences and masterminds last year. Like I've done a lot of stuff. The one thing that no one can really tell me is that I haven't taken action. I have done a lot of stuff. Well, so to be quite honest, I think that people are giving you bad advice and telling you to, to spend a lot of time doing the wrong yep, things. So Las Vegas may be a major population center, yep. but it's kind of like the world's playground. Yeah, it's and you've not got a the good strip business and all place. That, and that's not necessarily a business. Right. It's not a great place for that kind of business that you're doing. There are many other cities that would probably be better that like your content and advertising kinds of things. I mean, like New York, for instance, would probably be a, a much better fit. Even New York, though, I think when you have a global audience online, I think you can do a lot more. Honestly, I think that if you spent the same or less amount of time doing and mixing up the content tactics, I think you would be doing a lot better. I think that the approach that the people telling you about LinkedIn is not the way that I see it. I think that everybody who does stuff purely pitching and outbound uh, is treated very cold and icy and for good reason, because it's a pain in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't want to deal with all that. So I think that if you're a writer, especially, and if you could get on video and do those things, I think if you, the LinkedIn audience over the last two years or so, the creator community has been pretty fabulous. So if you made really incredible, unique quality content and you didn't have to do it every day, but you just tried to put it up there, I think your presence would blow up out there. But more importantly, I think you would get business out of it because they could see what you're doing. They could see the social proof of it working. So rather than you reaching out to everybody, like I, for instance, I don't reach out at all. I only make content that's great. And then I keep a good pulse of who is looking at my profile and I, you know, just this year, like I've had CMOs for some of the largest companies in the world, like checking out what we're doing. So I think that if you make it a little bit 
harder to access and more attractive, I think that that would work a lot better. For so how you. would I make it harder to so access? So I think the same works for... So I think if you just give everything away, it's like, all right, well, I can just take everything from John, right? So I, I don't think that that's necessarily it. I think if you just perform some content that you know is going to be very attractive and you don't make it for them, you make it for you. And rather than the other people being the brand, if you are the brand for a minute, I think that that would make your name go a lot further because there's too many content people in the game and a lot of them have no handle of the English language, sentence structure, punctuation, spelling, and that's just the mechanics, right? I mean, just all of the the great content that you can put out there for the world and how you're you know, very verbose, just even on our show here, I think you have what to say. I think you could probably do very well just speaking to entrepreneurs that are in the make it or break it moment like you have right now. You're basically at the, the path of no return. So, I mean, yeah, it sounded like you did well for a while, but when you do well for a while and then you have a slow day, week, month, year, two years, that can really put a dent into anybody. But since we're getting uh, a little closer to the 15 minute mark, let's dive into some other stuff. So, I mean, you were saying before, you might even just say, you know, take it or leave it with some of the advice so far, but you might even get to the spot where you're just going to say, you know what, maybe I'll just close up shop and I'll get a job. Sure. Let's talk about that a little bit. Have you been really kind of aggressive? Uh, I have, yeah, I've been, I've been applying at some places. I mean, right now I'm only applying at dream companies, so I'm not just like taking anything, but yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like, uh, especially online, there's kind of the cult of the entrepreneur, right? Where people are like, oh, if you work one day, you're making your boss rich and this, that, or the other, and all these memes and stupid stuff. And not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur, right? And most businesses are going to fail, right? Most businesses fail within the first five years. So and in, in, I remember a book I read recently um, that talked about how entrepreneurs are actually like a buffer for the economy because uh, the majority of them fail, but the, but they kind of provide a buffer for the ones to succeed, right? So there's actually a built-in level of failure into entrepreneurialism. And I'm not really super passionate about entrepreneurialism. Like I'm much more passionate about kind of social causes and um things that are kind of affect more people, you know, like I'm not like, I find it, um, kind of gross when like I went to a mastermind where they donated the money that they took into Kiva, which, uh, helps people start businesses. And I'm like, yeah, starting businesses is cool, but you know what else is cool? Fixing the water in Flint, Michigan and like donating to Puerto Rican relief, right? right. Like there's definitely bigger causes than like helping someone start a business that might fail in the next five years. So I feel like also kind of moral wise and like values wise, I'm being driven away from entrepreneurialism. Cause I just think that a lot of it is kind of toxic capitalism. I think you're right. I not don't everybody. think everybody no, who's definitely into not the entrepreneurship everybody, but game a lot. is bad. So here's what here's what I would say. So it sounds like even if you doubled, tripled your, you know, you had like your best month ever in the remaining half of the month here or the first quarter, or whatever, you're still Probably not, not. going to be happy. So it sounds like you should yeah. get back to work, and then either you just go back to work or you go back to work and you do your content game on the side. I feel like that's probably a much better path. I mean, if you're already saying money isn't even the problem here, 
what's there to even talk about? So forget about strategies on that. So let's talk about applying to jobs. I think that, so I'll tell you, like when we're hiring, one of the first things I say to people is, what do you know about us? Where do you hear about us? And if somebody looks at me like a deer in headlights, they're the heck out of that interview room because they didn't bother to care about me. So why am I going to care about them? They're not even, they're, you know what I'm saying? Like they have no desire to fit into the team and that's dangerous. So I would say rather than what a lot of people do and they just spend eight hours a day surfing all the job boards and whatever, find a couple of companies or like you said, even the dream companies and then work that relationship economy. See who you know, and I'll go back to LinkedIn, go to the company's LinkedIn company page, see who works there, see if there's anybody who's, let's say a first or second level connection. And if you know somebody well on the second level side, just say, hey, I'd really like an introduction into here and just kind of cyber stalk the company for a while. I think that goes much further. And I think that's probably a good way to go. Also, and you're almost doing this like the reverse angle. There's a great book by John Acuff called Quitter, where it basically, just to ruin the book for you and everybody else listening, is don't quit your day job so that your your side gig or side hustle, as all the hustle crazy people will say, I think that you're almost coming out of the other way where it's like, let's go back to the day job. And if you still want to have some of the passion of your side business, maybe that's all it ever was meant to be. So that's more like freelancing than it being like a full blown entrepreneurship move. That's probably. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think that's kind of attractive. I mean, I don't know. I don't like, I don't know, honestly, like I'm, I'm in a weird spot right now where I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Like on the one hand, like everyone needs money, right? Like I can't sit here and be like, Oh, I don't need money. Right. Because bills come in no matter what. So like money is still a concern, but I'm not one of those people who's like, I need to make 50 grand or a hundred grand a month for sure. You know? So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like most people, people don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Like, I think that um, to me, it's just been kind of soul crushing because I think that I don't really uh, gel with a lot of the people in the entrepreneurial space. And so I end up having to kind of bite my tongue in order to possibly get work. And then I don't even get the work. So it's like the worst case of, it's like the worst of both worlds. I'm like selling out my morals and values and I'm also not making money from it. So that's got to end. You know, what that looks like, I'm not sure yet, but I think, I I think you've definitely like broached some solutions that are worth thinking about for sure. Right. So in our last 30 seconds here, I'll tell you, I definitely go against the grain and I'm very contrarian to a lot of that hustle and grind, nonsensical entrepreneurship, chest beating stuff. So that should not be enough of a reason for you to leave. I think it's important that you get known out there. So regardless, people are still going to want to hire you maybe more of an as needed. So where can uh, yeah, everybody two find sites. you One out is www.thecontentmarketingking.com, T-H-E, Content Marketing King. And then the other one is johnleedigitalmarketing.com, J-O-N-L-E-E, 